coming to get you, Barbara. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> I love it, though. Now me, I not only drink really, I really drink. We are Buzz on Movies. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, to Buzzed on Movies. I'm Teddy. And my name is still Matt. And we are now kicking off our favorite time of year. If you're a long-time listener to the pod, you know what this is. It's Oscar season. We are ready to go. We are. We are. Tonight, we're going to be talking about all the nominees, which just came out this morning. And um, we're going to be talking about our strategies on how to tackle it. As usual, we're going to be doing our best trying to watch every single film nominated from all categories. And we're excited to kick off the race. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. It's always fun. It's good. It's feeling it's feeling remarkably doable this year. I feel like um well last year like kind of was an odd mix because like I feel like there was it was challenging because of the pandemic and simultaneously easier because everything was digital. Um I, f- I felt like last year part of the problem I had was like a mental block about going to the movies. I just like wasn't like in it yet. Like 2021 this time of year Like my first movie back in theaters was going to see one of the shorts programs. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think I'd even gone back to the theaters at this point last year. Um, I hadn't at this point. Um, but I, I, I went to see movies during the, you know, for, for this, but however, the nominees came out a little bit later last year. That's true. Because, yeah, we had the whole timeline shifted the, forward. Yeah, because it, the ceremony wasn't until April or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the um the nominees came out a little bit later, and I, I know that they must have because I 100% was not seeing a movie before I was fully vaccinated. <laughs> so. Yeah. Very true. But we are we're facing a different kind of uh, movie landscape right now in 2022. Theaters are open, so... We're going to be hopefully seeing some of these movies there. I've already seen quite a few and um, it's going to be challenging for a few of these, but uh, why don't we get into, well, first of all, are you drinking anything special tonight? No. Um, Listen, I have had a very busy day and this is an emergency (laughs) podcast. I am drinking a Lone Star right now. Um, So we are deep in the heart of Texas. Maybe shouldn't have said that, but (laughs) (laughs) um we are we're drinking a texas beer all right Um, nice well i am i am drinking a a a gold a beer out of a golden can okay so that counts i'm not gonna ask which one it is because i'm pretty sure i know and it's i think we all know (laughs) yeah um Um, but yes that i totally chose that on purpose as a a tribute to the oscar statue and not for any other reason but um okay okay (laughs) It's okay. Um, we're 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 doing an emergency. This was a. Gotta... I picked up a a six pack, <clears throat> knowing that we were gonna do this, and knowing that I didn't really have anything. And I was like, I'm just gonna get a six pack because I also had to buy some some cleaner to clean my apartment with. So, um, uh-huh. you know, yeah. I was like, I can get a six pack and cleaning fluid and a couple KN95 masks. I had a very productive. Uh, that's a that's a hell of a hell of a store order there. It's 2022. Covering all your bases. Being responsible. I like it. So, um, 
why don't we go over some of the nominees briefly? Um, yeah. Um, How do we want to do this? What's our order? How are we doing this? Um, why don't we talk about just some of the major categories and just like what was most surprising or exciting about any of them? Well, let's just start with best picture. Why not? All right. Um, best picture. Um, well, they filled up all 10, first of all. Yeah. I always love just, you know, that's kind of nice. Um, wasn't always a thing that I loved when they were like, we we have up to 10, but we might only have eight. Okay. That seems fine. That's, you know, normal. Um, no. Uh, so what was awesome was that Nightmare Alley was nominated. I think that's like the biggest surprise. Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. I think Nightmare Alley actually got a lot of nominations all around, yeah. which I, yeah. I wasn't really sure whether to expect any nominations, but, uh, very glad to see a great movie, especially with Guillermo del Toro um being recognized like this yeah i think that's super cool um let I, I don't look up is sort of surprising but then also not like i feel like the academy loves don't look up but it is also like yeah yeah like it, it's very obvious that they were going to but it like it's like easily like the least deserving of that lot so it's sort of like okay well <laughs> like um i mean i haven't seen them all so maybe belfast or coda or something will be like really undeserving but i somehow feel like don't look up is gonna remain the the least deserving probably um, probably <laughs> um, um uh let's see drive my car being nominated for best picture uh pretty always, cool yeah. always nice to see a foreign film worked in there drive my car actually got quite a few nominations um did, which yeah. is is great i still have yet to see it but i've heard nothing but great you got things. some big ones too you know i got the Very directing nod. yeah um, it, got, it got a an adapted screenplay nod so mm-hmm. some major cool. awards there so that that's great um otherwise you know it's it's pretty much what you expect west side story Power of the Dog, both great movies, both good contenders. It's nice that Dune got nominated. Um, that's, you know, it, it it's actually doing pretty well with the nominations, but, you know, so, somewhat more of a blockbustery kind of film doesn't always get the nod. So Yeah, but it, it's like a, it's like not like it's not Spider-Man, you know, it's not, it's a different kind of, of blockbuster and it's like trying to be very highbrow. So yeah. it's, you know it's appealing directly to the sort of people who, who care about, you know, who, who are voting. Right. <laughs> basically. That's true. Yeah. So, um, not, not a knock. I loved Dune and I'm glad it got a nomination. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, um, other major categories, like we said, uh, for best director, um, I, Ryusuke Hamaguchi for drive my yes. car got nominated. Um, yeah. that that's always great to see again more diversity in this category more films from overseas um getting recognized and hopefully we'll get more attention on this film um otherwise uh you know more west side story belfast liquor's pizza power of the dog just a lot of the same things that we saw from uh best picture interestingly uh jane campion for power of the dog uh, second time she's been nominated for best director and that's that's a first for a female director the oscars yeah that is pretty cool um still a a woefully you know that category is still woefully dominated by oh yeah absolutely <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um but you know it is nice to see her nominated again um that is pretty cool. I think, you know, a lot of the nominees are really exactly what you, I mean, Power of the Do- Dog is the the big winner of the nominees, right? It got, got the most. Right. Uh, yeah. I think I think they had either eight or nine overall. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're, they're like the the overall front runner 
I think currently they pretty much stand as a front runner for a lot of these categories. <laughs> yeah. Power of the Dog is probably the front runner for Best Picture. Um, I think it's probably. I think Benedict Cumberbatch is probably currently the front runner for Best Actor, um, just because everybody's talked about it. Although Denzel might yeah, be a, Denzel is always front always runner a good option. You know. Um, probably she's a front runner for best director. So, you know, there's just like a lot that uh they Power of the Dog has going for it. Since Have you seen Power of the Dog yet? No. Um I will. It's like the the thing about these nominations or nominees are that I've seen a lot of the movies that are less serious than Power of the Dog looks to be. <laughs> I have not been in the mood for serious dramas. Um, so now I'll be forced to sit through some. Um, so yeah, that's, that's about where I'm at. Yeah. I, I, I'm similarly there. Although I have seen power of the dog, uh, really enjoyed it. I think you will too. It's, it's definitely deserving of a lot of these award nominations. Yes. I 100% believe that I do think I'll like it. It's just one of those things I have to sit down and do it. I have to like commit. Um, but I will. Um, since we got on to best actor, uh, we can talk about some of the other nominations there. Like um, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. Andrew Garfield um, for Tick, Tick, Boom. Cool. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's the only nomination for Tick, Tick, Boom, but it's, a big... uh, no, it's not. Oh, um, else? Tick, Tick, Boom also got one for film editing. Film editing. Okay. Yes. Interesting. I need to see that. Um, but yeah, best actor is a big nomination. Glad to see Andrew Garfield getting the nod. He's been doing great work recently. Sure. Um, and yeah, like we said, Benedict Cumberbatch, Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos. Um, being the I Ricardos mean, is, I'm going to put it out there. It's the one out of all of these. I am least looking forward to having to get through. I really don't want to have to watch that movie. I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's perfectly watchable. It's just, uh, it feels kind of out of place here. And Javier Bardem did a, did a fine job. I Javier think, Bardem but, always does a fine job. But he always it's does great. not quite at the same level as some of these performances. Um, also, Will Smith for King Richard. Uh, cool. yeah. Don't really know anything about that movie other than it's about uh, the Williams sisters and right. he plays <laughs> their dad. Um, yes. But I, I guess it he's kind of showed up it. a lot more in this list of nominees than I expected, honestly. Yeah. Um, well, I, I kind of got the feeling that it was like an Oscar contender, but I didn't realize it was going to be like a major one. Um, right. But it's on here a number of times. So looking forward to that. Uh, Will Smith is great. So that'll be nice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah and Denzel Washington for Tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, really, he is very good in Tragedy of Really Macbeth. looking forward very to that good. movie, especially with Denzel at the, in the lead. Um, he's always awesome. Uh, and somebody pointed out today that he has now been nominated for Oscars in five different decades, which is absolutely insane. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's cool. Good for him. He would be a, a, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen all of these, but he would be a deserving win based on what I have seen. So, um, yeah, he's pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> um, moving down. Oh, wait. Best actress we got to talk about yes. as well. Also, Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos. Again, Nicole Kidman, so I, patron saint of our podcast. I feel like, um, <laughs> yes. I almost like understand this one a little. I thought that like she was really good as Lucy, um, which is not the easiest role to pull off. Um, sure. But she definitely had the harder 
the harder of the two roles just because she's the more like iconic figure in our yeah like, you know um, media um kristen stewart oscar nominated actress kristen Spencer. stewart pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah that's um, great spencer had been kind of getting shafted at a lot of um awards um, so it's nice that she actually got nominated for this one. Um, yeah, so there was a lot of speculation as to whether she would get the Oscar nomination, and she did. So yeah, that's great. We love Kristen Stewart here. Um, I don't really know anything about Parallel Mothers or Eyes of Tammy Faye. So Wait, really, you don't uh, know anything about the Eyes of Tammy Faye? Like just like the historical context of the Eyes of Tammy Faye? <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. Literally Tammy Faye Baker. You don't know anything about Tammy Faye Baker? Nope. No. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> we come gonna, from very different worlds. This is embarrassing. Um, I look right forward here. to your seeing that film. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I just like know like the real life story okay. that the, 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 about the Bakers. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Andrew Garfield's in that movie, too. Oh, um, great. Yeah. Nice. And I, I have started watching uh, Lost Daughter with Olivia Colman. I don't know how is, you do that. I can't start a movie and then stop it. I was just watching this last night. Well, I, I had to stop it because I was like, it is one in the morning and I've got to get sleep. But uh, it, it's very good so far. She's great in it. Olivia Colman is always awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been a mainstay of the Oscars recently. Yeah, so. I you know, she's really <laughs> racking up those nominations. Um, she won... What, which one did she win for? The favorite? Yes. Did, and did she didn't win for the other one, right? I don't remember what the other one was, but I... I Last year's so. where her dad had Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah. Uh, the father. Um, yeah. No. Who won Who won last year? That movie was really, really, really good, but... I that was, movie was um, amazing. Um, I'm just trying to figure out... Um, she's just been like everywhere just like constantly racking up these like acting nominations Um, yeah good for her honestly but it's like wow like (laughs) how do you keep picking roles that get you that sort of attention i don't understand oh she's uh she's been more in demand by the higher profile movies because like after the oscar win i guess but uh she's also definitely very selective she is, yeah. Okay, so she was nominated for Best Supporting that year. Um, and last year, Best Supporting went to... Um, oh my gosh, I remember. Best Supporting went to uh, oh, Yoon Ye Jung from uh, Minari. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a fun surprise. Yeah. All right, speaking oh, right, of... The... That was when Glenn Close was nominated. Wow. <laughs> Poor Glenn Close. For Hillbilly oh. Elegy. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we weren't exactly rooting for that movie to win anything, but uh, we are we're always rooting for Glenn Close. Uh, now, moving on to supporting categories, um, we we've got uh, most exciting here is Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, um, which is the only acting nomination from West Side Story, but like such a good one. She just absolutely killed it. Yeah. She is really, really good. Um, I, I'm really glad she got nominated. I'm a little mad that Rachel Ziegler didn't get a nomination for Best Actress, but I'll let it go. Um, but I am really happy for Ariana DeBose. Um, she really, really deserved it. She she killed it in her role. 
Yeah. Um, Kirsten Dunst for Power of the Dog, I thought nice. was really great. Um, hey, uh, Kirsten Dunst and her partner, Jesse Plemons, yeah. over in Best Supporting Actor. What a yeah. cute little thing. Both. Cute. Yeah, the two of them who were also both in the same movie and yes. they both got supporting nominations. And like that was reading today about how like happy they were for each other, which is nice. Um, yeah. So, Very adorable. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Kieran Hines uh, for Belfast, perhaps best known for his role uh, in Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> friend of the pod. Yeah. Uh, come on the show. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, also, J.K. Simmons. I didn't even really know that he was in Being the Ricardo, so that was a surprise to me. Yeah, um, he is. I can't can't remember what he does in that movie. <laughs> wow, that's a really uh, good sign. Yeah, for, no, that's... <laughs> the level of uh, you know for for justification for his getting this nomination. Mm, yeah, um, over like a I don't know. Ooh, Mike Faced. Um, is that oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah another. An unfortunate snub from West Side Story. Um, yeah. Like Vice. Or just like half of the, like numerous characters from The Last Duel who could have been oh, yeah. in here. Ooh, man. The Last Duel getting no acting nominations, but no other nominations either. Neither did House crazy. of Gucci. House of Gucci got shut out on any of the big ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think House of Gucci was pretty mediocre, but it did seem like the kind of film that the Academy might throw some nominations yeah out. yeah um, i it's it's like i'm not like i don't disagree but i am kind of surprised you know it feels like the sort of thing that would have gotten at least a couple supporting nominations most notably no jared leto nomination <laughs> for best supporting <laughs> oh Paolo. how could you <laughs> it's me paulo he, you know what if he had been nominated it would have been the most chaotic catastrophic event that the academy has ever like engineered ever it would have at least been the most <laughs> catastrophic since the debacle with moonlight um oh um, god yeah <laughs> i don't um, think anything's ever gonna top that yeah, that was definitely the picture. most catastrophic thing they've ever done but um the the this would have been up there next to it or like just below it because that would have been horrible um but you know i do think i do think both lady gaga and um what's his name the guy the man with the hair and kylo ren and adam driver, driver. um <laughs> yeah i do think they both probably thought they might be getting nominated for it but uh didn't work out for them yeah yeah oh well you know there's there's only so many nominations out there uh also uh cody smith mcphee nominated for best supporting actor from uh power of the dog i did not know this until earlier today he's he is the kid from the road all grown up yeah yeah really cool um and yeah he he was pretty great in that movie so uh him going up against jesse plemons both from the same movie you gotta feel like one of them probably has a pretty good shot. Yes. I think, I think just based on like the category, one of them just almost inherently has uh, uh, the best. I mean, I really don't think JK Simmons is going to get it. And I would be shocked to see like Coda take, you know, no offense to Troy Kotzer, but I, I would be surprised to see him take home 
the the award for Coda, you know, mm-hmm. maybe Kiaran Hines, but um, just because he's Kiaran Hines, though, I don't know that it would be because it's Belfast <laughs> or because <laughs> of his performance. I think it would be a name thing. Um, so, yeah, I think it's probably really going to come down to Jesse Plemons or Cody Smith McVie. Mm-hmm. That's the most likely outcome there. Um, okay, and uh, let's get to some of the uh, the technical stuff here. First of all, sure. this, uh, the uh, the elephant in the room here um, is the that <laughs> Cruella was nominated <laughs> for best that's, costume design. Well, that's the elephant in the room. Just between us, the listeners <laughs> yes. had no idea that that was the elephant in the room. You had to uh, know that we'd be uh, getting to it. Yes, um, Cruella nominated for best costume design and makeup and hairstyling. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I will say those are like the two that, of course, like that's like right. probably fair. Yeah. So. I mean, the costume design and the hair and makeup were legitimately great in this movie. Yeah. And I yeah. think that they may actually stand a shot, probably not against some of the other nominees, but I mean, they, they would be deserving of an award. It wouldn't be out of place. But <laughs> it is, it's always hilarious when there's a movie that's like otherwise completely out of place at the Oscars but just has yes. that one element that's really awesome. Uh, Maleficent. Wasn't wasn't Maleficent an Oscar nominee? I think, um, yeah. It's, it's the exact same vibe. It's the exact same thing. Very much. Um, very much. Yeah. Um, so what are you going to do? You know, um, what are you going to do? We're like no time to die. I'm sorry. No time to die getting like film. I mean, it, it makes sense. It's film editing and the song. Yeah. Really, is it really like, does it need to be up with like, fucking dune and they're like... also there for best sound and yeah like but i feel like no time to die is the kind of movie that normally gets nominated for a bunch of technical things not necessarily it for is, visual yes. effects but for like sound editing maybe even cinematography visual um, effects is an interesting one for a james bond movie the beginning you know usually they do reserve that for the more fantastically oriented yeah uh, visual effects movies. it's I, ones I, where I, things are less um based in some semblance of reality <laughs> yeah so while while we're on visual effects let's talk about that one uh dune i think is by far the best one in this category um really insane visual effects in that movie the sort of stuff that like you could never imagine with the the worms under the sand and everything with the different kinds of it is really vehicles. really good yeah 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 uh very fun all all that cool stuff they did with the force fields yeah um, it's a really interesting movie um we've got free guy <laughs> in this category i liked that movie Which... but this is a very strange um i mean it's just weird to think about now labeling free guy an oscar nominated film um, yeah yeah again it, it's one of the strange things about the visual effects category but uh i don't know yeah. i haven't seen it yet so the the effects might be great they um, are also i mean i've actually seen these i've seen this category and um i i think i think they're all pretty good visually it's but they are some of them are very good in in different ways like the visual effects in no time to die are extremely different from the visual effects in free guy which are extremely different from the visual effects in both shang chi and spider-man both of all of which are different from dune's visual effects Um, yeah (laughs) it's an interesting variety in the category this year so it'll be really interesting to see who ends up winning um spider-man i think this is the only thing they were nominated for i think so yeah um so this is the only category any marvel movie got so the the people pulling for best picture might have been a little off the mark 
I really need to go back and find that tweet from the guy who said that people should demand that it get nominated. People should demand. There were there was somebody who said like I didn't even like the movie, but it should get nominated for best picture. And it, it you know it's based solely on because it was like of course the box office was insane, and it was like insane during the pandemic. So like they're like wow look like the people loved it. And I'm like that's not really the point of the Oscars. But that's like, what the that's why we've got the People's Choice Awards. Like <laughs> or like just like box office alone. Like if the people loved it, the box office is reflecting that. It's fine. It doesn't need a golden statue to mm. validate it. They like, already got their money. Everybody went and saw it. They had their fun. Yeah. And I don't think the like the crossover of people who like really loved Spider-Man and people who care about the Oscars, like that's not a large cross section. The Venn diagram is, is pretty, pretty slim. Um, like it, it'll be okay. Like, um, I don't know. Very strange to get up in arms about it, but I hope they are right now just so I can read some tweets. Um, <laughs> I would love to read some whiny tweets about Spider-Man not getting more. I was I was looking around for some and it was hard to find any that weren't like obviously baiting people. <laughs> like it was like, oh, Spider-Man definitely deserved it. And then you get like a bunch of people mad at them in the comments. Like I, I, feel like- I think I think there is a certain degree of like the Academy both has people who just like are like averse to Marvel. Like it has those people. Um like the Martin Scorsese types, you know, like who like just are never going to be warm up to it. And then also at this point, people who are just doing it because they don't want to fucking nominate a Marvel movie. Like they, <laughs> even if they thought it was the best movie of the year, they would not vote for it. Like, because they don't want Marvel to have that validation at this point because of just the way Marvel is right now. Right. Um, I real I do think there's like an intentional block. Like <laughs> um, people don't want it. Um, which I can't blame them for, even though I enjoy the Marvel movies. Like, it's sort of like, I also think maybe Marvel deserves a little blow to the ego once a year when it doesn't get Oscar nominations. They get all the money. Why, why do they right. need that, too? They don't need the awards as well, you know? And they already um, got, they did get a nomination for Black Panther, so it's not like the Academy's completely ignored them. Yes, of course, yes. Um, but, yes, but I mean, Black Panther was a very different scenario. And, yeah, um, <laughs> that wasn't just being recognized for being like the biggest, most craziest movie that came out right. this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, production design. This is one where um, I've seen almost all in this category. Uh, the one that I haven't seen, I have a pretty good idea of what the production design looks like. Uh, and I think it's like it's incredibly... They, they're all like very different. So it'll be very interesting to see like who ends up winning out. And I, I'm really hoping that they do like my biggest problem with last year's ceremony was not enough clips from the movies. I want like for like stuff like visual effects, cinematography, production design. We really need some good clips this year because this will really show you the diversity of the movies on show. Um, yeah. Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog. Tragedy of Macbeth and West Side Story, all insanely different in in like the the kinds of sets you've got, the kinds yeah. of colors on display, the kinds of moods that they're trying to set. Um, they are extremely it, different, and like none of them. What's interesting is none of these. You you can't remove the word best production design and make it most production design. Like you can't do mm-hmm. that this year. They're all like actual movies that were trying something. So like that's like nice. Um, <laughs> um and they're all trying very 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 different things like you said um so that is pretty cool actually for a change um 
it's not always the case. Sometimes it really is like most. Yeah. A lot of the yeah. technical categories can sometimes just be most something. Um, no, I feel like, I feel like with all of them, the production design um, like fits in very like importantly. It's a core what, part of the what movie, the movie is yeah. trying to do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like this is a great set of nominees. Um, well done for the voters, and it'll be exciting to see who wins. It will be. It will. Um. Uh, 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 speaking of cinematography, because we mentioned that. Um, well, it's a lot of the same people. It's, <laughs> no, it's the same people. It's, it's the exact the same people. Same people. Um, um, and this, uh, like, so this is going to be another, like, really, uh, like, hard choice for, for the voters. I guess here. we should clarify it's the same movies. It's not yeah, the same, the same movie. Not the same. Not the, the cinematographer is not responsible not for that. He was not running around design. designing the sets <laughs> as well. But, but they are the same movies. Um, do Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy, Beth, West Side Story um so yeah that's that's gonna be exciting another great set of nominees um best original song my first thing i want to note here is that there is only one of these that i haven't seen wait no no no, no that's not okay there's only one of these that isn't nominated for something else yeah and it's called four good days and it <laughs> is that the glenn close movie Wait, who's in that movie? <laughs> is she in that movie? <laughs> it's I know so it's one, Mila it's Kunis. Got Mila Kunis and somebody, somebody older. Wait, uh... it is fucking Glenn Close. <laughs> it's, Glenn Close. it's fucking Glenn Close. <laughs> and uh, God, wait, I think doesn't Reba McIntyre sing this song? Um, yes, it's performed by Reba McIntyre. <laughs> Diane yep. Warren wrote it, but um, Reba McIntyre sings it. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's just, like, kind of a relief to me. Because usually, best original song is, like, a source of the most, like, annoying uh, movies in the in the watch challenge. Because it's like, this movie is not nominated for anything else except for this one song that's in it. And I have to watch the whole movie. But there's only one of those this year. So, um, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Let's all flash back to Breakthrough. <laughs> oh, uh, God. <laughs> That's probably the worst one that we've ever had to do. Um, <laughs> watching Fifty Shades of Grey was up there as well. Um, At least that one's like funny, bad. That like, that one's that one like I mean it was dumb, but it, it at least had more of a fun vibe than Breakthrough. Breakthrough was just like I want to I want to punch whoever came up with this movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and the, the Forty Good Days doesn't look that bad. I think I think it'll probably be okay. It's based um, on a WAPO article, so. <laughs> well, don't don't start talking me down now, okay? I've, I've, I've built no, myself it's up it's about good. addiction. It's about addiction. It's a WAPO article about addiction. So it's like like a, a, it like a, I guess it was like an op-ed type thing, like a you know a, that sort of piece. So it's like it's based on something that's like real and serious and should be talked about. God knows there's an addiction crisis in this country, but mm -hmm. um, so you know it's like like also I don't know how Glenn Close two years in a row managed to situate herself in movies that deal with addiction to some degree. So, um, because hillbilly elegy definitely also <laughs> dealt with that. Yeah. Um, she's just, uh, <laughs> she's finding her niche. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Van Morrison is nominated for Belfast, uh, for his song down to joy. Um, that's kind of interesting. Van Morrison, Billy Eilish yeah. nominated for, 
No Time to Die from the movie No Time to Die. Yes. Uh, Beyonce yes. is nominated for her song from King Richard, Be Alive. Be Alive. Yes. Um, and then Encanto got Dos Orguitas. Yeah. Uh, Which is interesting because it's not the most memorable song from the I movie. I think it's the one they submitted, though. I read something about that. Yeah. People were like, wow, notice that that one didn't get nominated. And I was like, well, but they choose what they fucking submit. Yeah, like, they have not, to make the choice. So. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, so. it's Lin Manuel Miranda uh, working on that egot. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he might be a front runner here. It's like him and Beyonce, probably. So, um, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, sounds sounds about right. Um, uh, uh, I don't have a lot to say about best documentary feature other than it is exciting. I've seen none of them. <laughs> I've seen none so. of them. Uh, I mean, that's not really that surprising, but, um, the one that I've, that I would have seen and still haven't, and but that I'm most excited for a summer of soul, uh, with quest love getting a nomination that's for cool. directing this picture, which is very exciting. Uh, I've heard great things about that documentary don't know anything about the other ones uh oh, flee the animated documentary i'm excited i'm excited that's interesting that's yeah. that's unusual yes um flea got animated feature documentary feature and international film yeah that's um, <laughs> it managed to hit all those uh niche categories so it'll be interesting i imagine it gets one of them <laughs> i like i feel like that's I would hope uh, so it'd be know rough if they didn't um speaking of yeah. animation it's, it's about it's a, it's it's a gay movie so i'm very excited it's oh about a guy who who's like yeah he, he's about to get married to his boyfriend and i think it's he's running from persecution or something so it's like a whole thing that is very unique i'm definitely yeah. excited for that now um okay best animated feature um encanto nominated whoa um, sorry flea hmm. was executive produced by riz ahmed and nikolai coster what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the executive That's producers random. of Flea were Riz also, Ahmed and Nikolai Coaster Waldo. Also, <laughs> so, Riz Ahmed is in one of the uh, live action shorts, so he's like subtly working his way into the Oscars yeah. this year. That's so uh, so interesting. Uh, anyway, continue. Um, okay, so Encanto nominated for best feature as well as song. Um, and so that's Pixar. Then we've got Ryan the Last Dragon from Disney. Yep. Uh, Luca, Luca. Uh, as well. So Disney. Luca's also Disney. Wait, it's on it Disney pick? Plus. I know it's that. Disney. So is it Disney or is it Pixar? It might be Pixar. What's that one? I can't remember. Luca. That one is Pixar. Okay. <laughs> so we've got Pixar mostly is still Disney now. I mean. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, it's Disney Pixar, but they're different. They're different studios under the corporate umbrella. Yeah, um, but, you know, the corporate I'm umbrella fully... of Disney is a, a steel umbrella. Oh. <laughs> the Iron Curtain of Disney. <laughs> ah! <laughs> i was yeah. trying not to make a joke um, and then we've got we've got the aforementioned flea and yes. then we've got and then we've the got Mi- the one that i've seen and that's the, the mitchells, mitchell's versus, versus the machines, machines. <laughs> yeah phil lord and christopher miller um nominated for an oscar that's fun that is a lovely lovely film i always really like love it. their stuff i'm very excited for that one it looks really good this I've is also the rare year where, where one of the animated features is not a kid's film like it's not a family kid oriented film flea is not like necessarily a kid's film um kind of unusual for that to happen and yeah that that features. is unusual every once in a while we do get a an animated feature that's a little more adult but uh at, as those films are rare in themselves it's even rarer for them to get nominated 
Um, so. so yeah, very cool, very unusual offering for this year. Um, makeup and hairstyling. Disney getting three of them. <laughs> don't like it. I really don't like it. Um, I yep. want Mitchell's versus the machines or Flea to win just like yeah, by just to over. like stick it to them. But I really feel like Encanto's the the one to beat here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but that might be like recency biased. Like it might be sort of like everyone's talking about it now, but I I do feel like when Mitchell's versus the Machines came out, it got a lot of buzz. People, it's true, it's it. true. Encanto is very good. Um, yeah, but I'm sure um, it is. I do look forward to watching it. I probably as, won't be mad if it wins. You know, it's just the concept of Disney winning again. Luca is very good too, but I feel like nobody's talking about that one because again, like it's been a long time yeah. since that one came out. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. Makeup and hairstyling. We've talked about Cruella. Um, House of Gucci <laughs> is here. This is this is one of the categories that definitely makes sense for House of Gucci. Yeah. There's it a is, lot of yeah. crazy hairstyles. Uh, coming to America. <laughs> yeah. I found this one interesting. Um, I didn't even notice that this one would get nominated first of all because I had been like going off of the letterbox list. And like oh. it had all the stuff that I'd already seen grayed out. I wasn't even expecting this to get nominated. But have you um, you've seen Coming to America? Yeah, I saw this. I've not seen um, it. Okay. No. It's I, I don't remember the hair and makeup being that exceptional, but I don't know. Maybe I have to go back and like review this. I this was a completely out of left field choice for me. Um and uh do, do, do. uh let's Let's talk about um, the screenplay ones. Yeah. I like screenplays. Um, yeah. Uh, best adapt. <laughs> screenplay is great. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Drive My Car got uh, best adapted screenplay nomination. Uh, again, great to see the foreign films working their way into the other categories. It's very unusual to see that. Um. It's that, been happening uh, more lately, but dog. it's nice that it's happening, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like the Academy is trying to broaden out their perspective when it comes to... It needs to, to be the, doing more. It's trying uh, kind of slowly, but it is trying. Yeah. Um, uh, everything else, Coda, Dune, Lost Daughter, Power of the Dog. Um, yeah, just a lot of movies that are nominated for other categories as well yeah um best original screenplay most interesting thing here is uh worst person in the world um got nominated which is also nominated for best foreign film um yes yeah again great to see these foreign films working their way in the other categories and great to see the worst person in the world got nominated um for uh anything at all because people were kind of wondering if it would um, right but it's it's worked its way into the conversation and it is here to play so interesting so interesting the worst person in the world i haven't seen it don't know don't know me neither i did see i saw you know the the first two movies in the the oslo trilogy as it were reprise in oslo august 31st but i'll see this one eventually yeah i i think it's just coming out i think it's in new york and la right now it's getting like wider release this weekend um but hoping to be able to catch that in a theater. Uh, but most surprising in this category is Don't Look Up, which 
I was reflecting <sighs> on recently and um, hold on. Don't look up is nominated for both editing and screenplay, which upon reflection today are like some of its weakest aspects in my mind. <laughs> like this, the movie I thought was, was fun and entertaining and had some cool performances in it. But in terms of the way it's organized, it's kind of a mess. It's like, it kind of shambles around a lot. And yeah, I really didn't like this movie. And one of the things I didn't like was the editing because of exactly what you're saying is that it is really put together like very haphazardly. Like it's just sort of like thrown together. Um, Cause it was like, obviously like they were like, we have a collection of jokes we want to make about this scenario. Let's just put them on screen and then we'll figure out a way to get the rest to fill out the rest. Um, yeah. In that way, I almost feel like the best picture nomination makes more sense than these two because it's like you're you're gonna single out the screenplay as saying that that's part of what makes it great. <laughs> like what? Yeah, not great. Very but, strange. You know, um, yeah, this is just a movie that the Academy was destined to like, though. They're like, wow, this is an issues movie. Oh yeah, so yeah. They handle, absolutely. You know. They're yeah. not going to not nominate the movie about global warming. I mean, that's just not gonna happen. And they just like Adam McKay. I gotta they say. Do. They really like do. him. Adam McKay has found his way into charming the Academy and it's yeah. working for him. Yeah. Uh, to do what else? What else? What else? Um, we talked a little bit about costume design. I also wanted to highlight uh, Cyrano from here. Um, the only nomination for this one, and it has not come out yet, which is kind of unusual um, for a wide release film. Like, um, yeah, most, I mean, most it's the really ones, the COVID thing. It's the COVID yeah. stuff. That's why it's not out yet. Usually when a movie isn't out, it's cause it's like a foreign film that hasn't gotten distribution here yet, or is planning on being distributed, distributed after the Oscars. Uh, this one's just, it's coming out later this month. <laughs> like it's just, it's yeah. nothing unusual. It's just been pushed back a bunch cause of COVID and which has happened to a lot of films. So it's not, I guess it's not that strange. It's just kind of funny. Yeah, but it is weird. It is weird to think about. It's weird that like this movie that basically nobody's seen, but it only got costume design. So it's not really, you know, sorry, Cyrano. I'm sure you're very good, but <laughs> costumes look great. And the trailer was really fun. I'm, I'm sure it'll at least be pretty good, you know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm looking um, forward to it. Last thing I want to highlight is original score. Um, oh, yeah, we haven't talked about that. Again, like don't look up was dominating here. And I was like, I don't even remember the score from this movie. <laughs> so I don't know how noteworthy that Did was. It ha- it's score. Or no, uh, uh-uh, no, I don't. Mm. Okay. Um, I guess I'll, I'll wait to find out what it sounds like on Oscar night, <laughs> but, um, Dune Hans Zimmer. Great. As always, you know, yeah. um, Encanto, Jermaine Franco. Encanto had just so much great music, both the original yeah, songs right. from Lin Manuel Miranda and just the general music, really fun and great. Uh, Power of the Dog from Johnny Greenwood is my personal favorite here. Uh, really, really interesting and unusual music. Um, and I, I kind of like found out a little bit about how he like he was making this. Like apparently, um. So, uh, the, but Benedict Cumberbatch's character plays the, uh, banjo a bunch during this movie and they decided that they, uh, they didn't like the way the banjo sounded. So like it's the sound of the banjo in the movie is actually a cello that's being played like a banjo. They just like, they, they liked, I thought that was really interesting. And just like, there's just a lot of really interesting sonic choices in this movie. 
um just like sort of otherworldly eerie kind of stuff um okay and same time like it's got like that country like that of course i guess it's, remote feel it's like a westernish uh, yeah the western the, the country western kind of feel uh just a really cool and unusual score from johnny greenwood nice so well, i look forward uh, to it i'm a little put off by the concept of banjos right now i did just watch um, <laughs> deliverance but like yeah um, <laughs> oh no <laughs> Yeah, music is very uh, key to um, Power of the Dog. So um, it, I think it's fitting to see it get that. Music is very key to any really good movie, personally. I think so, yeah. It's it's hard. Or at least sound. If You, you can be a movie that doesn't do music, but sound is very important. <laughs> yeah. Well, a, a lot of great movies use music well. Because, uh, you know, you can use it to underline themes and, like, portray conflict between characters and stuff. Right. Uh, any, uh, I think, for me, that's all that, like, everything that stood out to me. Is there anything else you wanted to highlight before we get um, into our strategies? Um, anything I want to highlight? No, I just want to reiterate the, the, the disrespect to Last Duel. Um, I just want to bring that up again. I, I'm not harsh. over it. Um, we should also <laughs> pod favorite malignant really <laughs> got shut out. God damn it. <laughs> um, I can't understand why. Um, I mean, not obviously. I mean, it could have at least gotten like editing or, you know, something like stupid like that. Oh but. yeah. The visual effects in that were awesome. Uh, like the... some, or like sound. The sound was so cool. They should have given it score just because <laughs> the ridiculous music. That music. <laughs> well, well, some of the most ridiculous stuff wasn't actually original. Original, just, yeah. So, but um, but it was it, it definitely had some of the best use of music. <laughs> yes, it did. They need a best. They need something. I mean, I guess you could call that like sound, but sound is now so vague. It's just like fucking sound. They right. put out a tweet and they were like achievements and sound. And I was like, what, what the fuck? Yeah, because like, it used to be <laughs> editing and mixing. And that could like, you know, you could sort of work uh, like soundtrack into that. But yeah, it'd be interesting to have a best soundtrack category. Yeah, uh, I guess that would be like kind of unfair because it's just like the biggest movies just like, well, we just licensed all the Rolling Stones or whatever. And the, But like, that's I, not necessarily the best. I mean, like, yeah, like Baby Driver soundtrack was exceptional because it had a lot of like big songs that we all knew and love. But some I mean, lots of movies get big songs and are real shit for it. I'm thinking of like your average like teen <laughs> romance drama um that like gets like the biggest pop songs on the planet. Like th mm -hmm. that's not a good soundtrack. That's not, it's boring. Yeah. Um, it could, it could be interesting to, to see what kind of films would compete in that category. Yeah. Um, Speaking of baby driver last night in Soho, shut out. Um, not shocking, but kind of, you know, sometimes see he gets some nominees. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't get any, the closest thing we have to horror being nominated here is nightmare alley, which is not, really horror it's kind of like a dark thriller with some horror it's a, it's a, elements. it's a noir it's like a yeah. <laughs> it's not really a... it's not really a, it's got some horror elements but it's yeah. really it's not but it, it's the it's the best we've got this year right um but i mean well i i the day we ever get like a true horror again is gonna like blow my mind at this point i'm just like it's gonna have I, to be like an ari aster film too it's gonna have to be like you know, I mean, uh, a Parasite was pretty darn close. It's it's a little more than a horror movie, but it's it's got some solid horror basis to it. 
Sort of, but only like at the end does it really like come out on display. But yes, it does. Um, I think much of that was like a drama or comedy. But um, <laughs> it's kind of all of those things. It really it? is all of those. Parasite, Parasite is a very <laughs> difficult to categorize film in terms of genre. If you want to put one on it, it's like impossible. Um, so, um, which is a you know a mark in its favor. So it's fine. Yeah, it's unique. That's always good. Um, yeah. Um. Uh, I can't think overall, of any other the, major snubs. I mean, a lot of it is pretty solid. Oh, how ridiculous is it that Ben, not only was uh, Last Duel completely ignored, but Ben Affleck was say. also nominated for a Razzie for his performance. That's so fucking stupid. And it's like, the Razzies suck. Like, they're, they're, like, they're just like, they're mean-spirited and weird. And like, it, as is the obvious case with Ben Affleck's nomination, I don't know that anybody involved actually watched the movie. Like, like yeah. they were just making fun of the fact that he had like the ridiculous blonde hair and is Ben Affleck. It's <laughs> like, like, which ben like Affleck totally fair to make fun movie. of Ben uh-huh. Affleck. Like he is Ben Affleck. Like he's a easy target to make fun of. But if you want to make fun of Ben Affleck, just go on Twitter. That's like all we do on there. Like, Share a fucking meme. He's the subject of like a bazillion memes that are just like his face. Like, <laughs> like, because he's inherently funny, like half, like, just like his existence and whenever he's like fed up and looking sad he's very funny poor ben but like he is very good in last duel like he's great yeah he's awesome as he's a perfect he's a character, that character you're meant to hate but like he's great at it like um crazy that they gave him a razzie nomination for that and they also um, gave two razzie nominations to amy adams which is absolutely nuts but especially like they nominated her was it for, one was the the woman in the woman in the window which like i like that that's fine but i could see how some people didn't but they also nominated her for um what what the, the that terrible musical movie uh, oh um uh uh dear evan hansen dear evan hansen yes which like she's like the best part of that movie <laughs> yeah well so that that's another thing that is wrong with the razzies is that if there's a bad movie they literally will just like nominate anybody who's involved in it like there's no nuance in their mindset on like how like these movies are constructed what makes them bad or that somebody can be good in a bad movie like like there's not there's no, no. they have no conception conception of that the razzies are are so lazy and annoying like it's literally like they're just there to like make fun of act like filmmakers and actors and stuff like that it's like that's fine but like you don't you don't have to go out of your way to do that you don't have to like make stuff up like there's the the problem is that half the time they really like you said they're lazy they pick the most obvious targets like a movie that like got derided by everybody and just nominate something from that movie in every one of their categories like yeah. <laughs> like you know and it's like that's not interesting like like cats coming out and you giving a nomination to cats in every single category is not an interesting choice like <laughs> i mean it may be true sometimes but the problem with cats is like not anybody's performance for example it was like yeah the fucking... just the whole thing is yeah so like like even like giving it like acting worst acting nominations was sort of like dumb because it's like that's so beside the point of what's wrong with this movie <laughs> like <laughs> they couldn't like, what do was what was ian mckellen supposed to do to save <laughs> right. that movie like i don't i don't see what he could have done <laughs> um even like fucking like god knows i don't want to defend him but james corden what else was he supposed to do like <laughs> right. what, like mean, <laughs> as annoying as he he is like that that he did what he was supposed to i guess yeah like, that was yeah. that was him being being that character 
So like, uh, it's just like, they're, they're just like so dull and uninspired. And like the concept at one point was kind of funny. Like there should be like, you know, we should like, people should be able to make fun of movies. Like that's fine. But it's like, they're lazy. They're kind of just like mean spirited in a weird way. They're, like there's no thought. It's, it's not, it doesn't seem to be that it's coming from a place of people who actually like movies. Like it's like people who like to make fun of like big movie stars and things like that, which is not mm. an interesting place to come from. In my opinion, it'd be much more interesting if it was coming from people who just love movies because then in that, you know, you just get su- such better nominees. Like, <laughs> um, like, because like people who actually saw a bunch of stuff and thought it, you know, you know, I don't know. It's just so fucking annoying. Fucking annoying. Um, fucking sorry. I'm looking. Yeah. Yeah. Just boring, <laughs> boring list. List. At least Jared Leto got the worst supporting actor nomination, though. <laughs> he got something, and then like we're proud of him for taking. At least home. that one was like probably like that's like like pretty uh worthwhile. <laughs> like he deserved that. So. In his own way, he was spectacular in that movie. So like I don't right. know, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on from the awards show, which we dare not speak. Um. As always, we're going to be trying to see all these movies this year um, against all odds and against many setbacks. Um, we've managed to do it for like a good four years now. Like, uh, I really don't know. Of, well, it's kind of funny that Bruce Willis got his own category. <laughs> that was like, you know, some people were like razzing on them for that. Like, no, I thought that was actually kind of clever. Like, they were like. <laughs> he got a whole category of all these like because he's doing all these like direct to dvd movies now i guess like, yeah. <laughs> that was a That's little funny. Kind of funny. Like, uh, <laughs> but um so we're gonna be we're gonna be trying to see everything um this year i feel like there's not too many roadblocks in our way but there are a couple like early problems we have identified but everything always manages to work out somehow even that year that we somehow by the craziest circumstance happened to both be in New York. The one day that they were showing it at the Roxy, they were showing border at the Roxy theater. (laughs) I'm glad you said, I'm glad you told that story and brought it back up because in my head, if I told that story, I would have called the movie troll. And then like we saw troll. um, (laughs) um, Somehow the, the movie gods, shine upon us when when needed somehow heartbreak feels good at a place like this it sure does (laughs) um Um, yeah that was fun i don't think we're gonna have to do anything that crazy i think that um it seems like we're gonna find a way with all of these yeah i think so life finds a way (laughs) life uh finds a way (laughs) um so like the the biggest problem so far that we've uh noticed is uh docu one of the documentaries writing with fire is not available right now uh it is premiering on pbs on march 28th the day after the ceremony however um right now if you look at the uh like itunes store or something uh, is it apple tv or itunes i can never keep track of what they're doing now but like if you look at apple tv it seems that that's it's... separate. Apple TV is separate from iTunes. Okay. All right. It seems that it's going to be available for rental on March 1st. So 
Like I, I never, I, mean, I never know whether to trust those dates because it might be like, oh, you can like pre-order it on March first. I don't know, but when when I see it available for rental, then I'll believe it. But at least it's it's an idea that this will be available before then. So that's good. That's the only like hard block I've got right now. I've got a color coded spreadsheet. Well, it's for- no, it's it says pre-order coming March first. Like so, like. I can pre-order it right now, but it says coming March 1st. Right. I cannot imagine that that means it won't be like, I can't imagine that that means it's not going to be available March 1st. I think that I if I pre-order it now, it will be available March 1st. I, 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 th- I agree with you, but I'll believe it when I see it. That's what I'm understood. Saying. Like, understood. Oh, yeah. I've still got it marked in red on my spreadsheet. That's yes. the only one though. Everything else is pretty good. Um, I uh, there there are some of these I might have to travel. Is it for. which one did you say? Lunanu is that the one that's going to uh, be Lun- Lunana? A yak in the classroom. Yeah. Uh, similar. Uh, that one. It's on the distributor's website. They say that it'll be available for rental on the 11th. And if you click through to Apple TV, it says it's available on the 11th. So that one I put a little more weight behind because it's actually on the distributor's website. But. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, that yeah, like <laughs> that one's a little iffy as well, I guess. Um, other than that, uh, my biggest mm-hmm. challenge is going to be that there's a few of these movies that are in theaters right now, but that aren't in theaters around here. I might have to travel for uh, Drive My Car, Par- Parallel Mothers, and Worst Person in the World, but I don't think I'll have too much trouble with that. It's only a couple movies. Uh, I should be able to get around to it um that's good yeah i think i i think i won't have to travel for anything but um not to you know brag a little bit about where i live uh, <laughs> you do live in the, the the one of the two movie capitals of the united states so yeah, yeah. i live in the east Coast, uh, so we get true. everything here yeah um pretty much everything else is available on streaming uh, there's a couple that are rental only right now. But... Yeah, I'll have to pay for some of them, but they're at least going to be able. I'll be yeah. able to watch them. I don't have like questions. Yeah, even the rental I feel like is less than usual. There's only like four movies that are rental only. There's a ton of these movies on Netflix and Hulu. There's a bunch on Disney Plus. A few on there's like a random movie channels. Bunch on um... Apple TV. There's one on Paramount Plus, which I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm that's like... Ascension. Um... <laughs> Am I really gonna have to subscribe to Paramount Plus? Maybe. Who no. knows? Uh, maybe not. Hey, hit me up off offline. Um... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right. Um, but yeah, um, I gotta say, I'm tr- looking through like what streaming services are on this year. Uh, Apple TV is looking like a heavy hitter. And Netflix too. Netflix, but, I felt like was all over the place. Yeah, definitely. Um, good for them, I guess. I also saw a lot of things that were listed as being on Hulu, but that could be through various other services that I have connected to my Hulu account. So, right. Um, well, so that's that's our plan. We're just going to keep plowing ahead. Uh, also, we're, we're we stand at pretty much the same uh, place here. I think in terms of yeah. how many we have yeah. left to do. I've got twenty eight movies to watch. That's counting each of the short programs as one because um, they're about yes. the same as a. And I've got, got twenty nine. So 
Yeah, we're pretty close. This is yeah. like significantly less than I had last year. So, uh, are there I fewer nomination nominees this year? I don't know. I haven't looked at it, but I was thinking about it earlier. And I think part of it is just because like the movie theaters have been open. Like last year, there were so many movies that I hadn't seen because like movie theaters weren't open and I wasn't bothering yeah. to watch the movies that like had. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have instead. seen tragedy of Macbeth right now if I hadn't seen it in a theater. Mm-hmm. Like, so I've seen a bunch yeah. of movies in theaters that were nominated um uh, and there's a couple on here that i've been watching that are um that are streaming only but that i've still seen like power of the dog um but right. yeah i just feel like it like it's been more of a movie going time this year <laughs> like last year is like all i wanted to watch was like rock of ages and like terrible horror movies and like yeah. this year i'm a little more in the in the zone of what the academy is w- willing to nominate I feel that I'm getting there. It's been a little difficult, but I'm getting there. Um, so I think I'm ready for it right now. Like, like I'm not, I'm not dreading having to watch some serious film. Like I, like last year when this was happening and I was like, I'm going to have to watch like five documentaries. I was like, Christ almighty. I can't do that. (laughs) I'm living through the things they make documentaries about right now. Like we all are. I can't do this. Literally Um, sitting down for the documentary shorts program last year, knowing that they were all going to be depressing and knowing that like I'm doing this in a pandemic and I'm watching them at home because the movie theaters aren't open. I was just like, no, I this watched is a choice. This I watched choice. that at the syndicated and like cried in the theater while wearing a fucking mask. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Documentary shows are never fun. They're, they're always good. Never fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to, we're going to start getting out there, seeing these movies. I also feel like we've got a little longer than usual to work with this year. We, so we do. Um, it, it, I mean, I, I can't remember what day they got announced last year. Um, we might've had some time last year too, but this year we definitely have more than we had in all the years prior to, yeah. um, because so typically the nominees come out in January and the ceremony is in late February. Um, yeah. you usually have about a month right now. We've got about two months. I mean, a little under two months, like a month and three weeks or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot more than we usually get. We usually like usually it's like a one month scramble, yeah. And uh, so fewer movies to watch, longer time, very they few roadblocks. I'm feeling yeah. like, yeah, I'm feeling more confident than ever this year. I yeah, think but don't let that arrogance get, get out to there us. And... We have to like, <laughs> we have to stay on top of it. We can't. Uh... Oh no, I'm I'm gonna be chipping away. You know, I'm gonna be watching a few every week, making sure I'm checking them off. And yeah. we're going to get through this like we always we do. are. Yes, we are. I like that mindset. All right. And we hope that you'll be following along with us, uh, doing your own Oscar challenge, however you see fit, or watching the ones that interest you the most. Uh, until next time, you can find us on all the major platforms and uh, leave us a review on your favorite platform if you like what we're doing. Um, you can reach out to us. Uh, uh, our email is buzzedonmovies at gmail.com and our Twitter handle is at buzzedonmovies and let us know what you're watching from these Oscar nominees, what you thought about the, uh, the, just the 
picks and whether you thought Jared Leto got snubbed or not. Um, just <laughs> talk to give, us about Jared Leto's snub. <laughs> give us your Oscar hot takes and what you're most excited to watch. Um, and until next time, we'll see you at the movies. We'll see you at the movies. <laughs>